0: To 11 Live. This is 11, also known as Ellen Robinson. And um, I wanted to come back today and share part two of the episode that I did yesterday, which I called The Most Important Relationship. And indeed, the most important relationship that we have is with ourselves. And as humans, we tend to skip over this part um, of being in relationship with the self. Um, we, and this is all part of the two energy that I'm talking about. The two energy, you know, each of the numbers one through nine are energy and carry specific essences. The divine essence or pure potential of two is harmony. So through the portal of two energy, we become the harmony we are. And the two portals, no joke. And it's different for every human because every human is different. Each of us expressing our own organic formula. And relationships exist within the domain of two energy. Relationships show us... in our lives self they reflect the self to the self and we're this is we're not conscious of this perhaps or maybe we are but we're most of people most of us are not conscious that that's scary because acknowledging the self in relationship it changes relationships and so we tend to you know when when the self wants to be acknowledged, received, loved, nurtured, we tend to, if to, to push that aside. Um, we don't, again, most people do not know that they're doing this. It has become so normal to only be catering to the other. And when I say the other, I mean whether that is your partner or spouse or child even or parent or sibling or friend that we don't stop to ask ourselves. What is it? What is it that I want? Was it what is it that I don't want? You know, those questions give us clues about our preferences. Our preferences are who we are. We're human. Our soul decided to come to her earth to be human. And the current kind of spirituality movement takes out the human element of being human. But in reality, what's real is that when we're our, when we allow our human to show up, that is our spirit. And each of us is living our way to wholeness. But each step, each moment, each breath along the way is perfect in itself. Even when it's shitty. Um, you know, in this time of COVID. Um, you know, our kids are doing, um, you know, online school and their best, I was just having this conversation with a friend, um, their best may look like shit, but it's really the, the, their quote unquote best. It's what they, they can give. It's what, it's who they are, Uh, you know, and I would just apply that to all of us, not just in times of COVID at all times, that and when we re- can receive all of the self in its glo- in our glory and in our abysmalness, <laughs> that is that is true receipt of self. That is true love. That is true love of self. That is being re- in relationship with the self. Um, but again, like I said, it's no joke this portal because the two energy, you know, it is the energy of the empath. The two is a heart, it's of the heart, it's emotional. Two energy is super sensory, it senses. So we it's like the empath or a person who says, Well, I'm an empath, and that is a wonderful thing. But empaths, and I I am definitely one of them, and what I have lived my way to is I've removed my badge of honor with regard to being an empath because I was really hurting myself because I didn't know this until I knew it, but and I had to live my way to knowing it because it's, it, it's when it, it basically became a knowing within my body. Um, I was basically cutting my own self out of my experience because I had this super sensory, I could feel other people's feelings and that became the driver, you know? And, and I would try to save other people. Of course, again, in hindsight, I see this. I would try to save other people from their, their own experiences, their own feelings, their own life, because I could feel like what, if I said X, let's say, whatever it would be in a relationship, I, even if it was the truth, and even if it wasn't like, I wasn't being unkind to say it, but I knew it would hurt the person, or they would take it you know, a certain way, and I could feel their feelings, so I would, I, would, I would basically censor myself. I would delete myself from the equation, and this phenomenon is rampant in our society, in, in, in humans and again it's so embedded it's so embedded in the patterning that we don't see it and and it is part of that portal it's like living through it showing up and being in the moment and whatever that moment is and meeting ourselves and sometimes meeting ourselves is not meeting ourselves that's just the truth You know, it's the deleting of self. It's the rejection of self. It's the abandonment of self. Because only, truly, only the self can abandon the self. No other person... Yes, someone can leave you. and, And at the end of the day, we are the ones who... And the only ones who have the power to meet our own self. There was some post today, um, and I'm going to paraphrase, but basically it said, when you see a tree or a flower or a person, do you really see it? And, you know, there was more to it. And the fact is, we cannot truly experience... a a tree, a flower, or a person until we complete, you know, until we're in our own full experience of our own self, meeting the self, being in relationship with the self. This is the two energy. If you go to, you know, I'm a numerologist. And if you go to most numerologists that I've experienced, they're going to say, oh, The two energy is personal love, and they're going to give you some readout about when you can expect personal love in your life, and that may all be true and well, and that is amazing, and that's not what I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Um, I'm going to tell you if you have two in your chart, which most people do somewhere, and even if you don't have it, it is part of the human experience um, embedded. Um, I'm gonna tell you that too is showing up to assist you in meeting yourself in coming into relationship with yourself. I remember when I was like nine or ten years old, I would be in our bathroom, our 70s bathroom with the pink tile. and I would look in the mirror and I would catch my soul in my eyes and I would just stare and I knew that that place was a place of pure connection. And I looked, I would look away because I wasn't ready. You know, I just, I, I did meet myself in those moments, but I couldn't hold the gaze. Now I've lived my way to the place of being in myself at all times, being in relationship with myself at all times in the complete harmony of the essence of Ellen, of Eleven, um, of who I am. And... It's not something that I could have learned through a book or in a three-step process or, you know, in some workshop. I'm not saying don't do those things. I definitely did those things until I didn't need to do those things anymore because myself showed up for myself. People will say, well, are you going to show up? Are you going to show up in life? And how I what that means to me is most people don't, you you know, we have an idea of what that means. Well, you're going to show up and be, and then there's some idea of what that looks like. Are you going to be courageous? Are you going to be responsible? Are you going to do X, Y, Z? Are you going to, whatever it is. And it's like, whatever for me showing up is being awake to the self. If we aren't awake to the self, we're awake to nothing. And again, it, it's scary because when we wake up to the self, it, our you know the relationships we have with the people in our lives change. It doesn't. It, it, they just do, and um, yeah, they just do. So I just I talked a lot about the two yesterday, and I just really felt like I wanted to get back on here and talk more about the reality of the two and the portal. I call it a portal because it really is like, it's not easy to, to live the portal of two. And I, th- this has been my um, deepest, as my numerologist said, issue. <laughs> um, if you've ever, ever had a numerology reading with me, we talk about karmic debt and karmic accumulation and this is simply energy that we bring with us in this life that it's that wants to be hold, that wants to be balanced. And my karmic accumulation is legit the, the energy of two. And my privilege and reality energies, these are two other significant energies when when you have a reading done, um, are also two. They're actually 11, to And um, I needed... I Literally, I'm 52, almost 53 in March. And um, I'm sharing this because it's what's possible. And know that wherever you are is truly where you are. (laughs) And if you feel bad about that, then feel bad about that. Because that's you receiving you in the moment. That's just the truth. If you feel good, if you feel good, then feel then receive the feel good. If you feel feel bitter, then receive the bitter. If you feel um, ex, you know, excited, then receive the excited. There was a time in my life where I thought it was just like I felt. I prided myself on having no reaction, <laughs> and I I didn't even I really I thought it was me being spiritual, and that's just a ball of hooey. Like now I know that my, my spirit shows up to be met through my human and my spirit doesn't give two shits about, you know, whatever the, whatever it, the spirit, my spirit, your spirit wants to feel all the feelings, wants to have all the thoughts, wants to meet all the people, wants to do all the things. And then we get to decide, oh, what's my preference around that? You know, the saying, um, and I think I probably talked about this on a, future, a previous podcast, but you get what you get and don't throw a fit. This is like moms say this to kids. And I first heard it in our suburban neighborhood. We don't live there anymore, probably like 10 years ago. And I just, I, I didn't, it didn't feel good to me. And so me, so this is just an example before I go on to talk about preferences, allowing myself to not, to feel that, that it didn't feel good to me, period. There's no need to explain. That's the experience. Okay. Our preferences our clues to who you know—they're who we are. What is it that I want? Okay, that's clue to my preference. My preference, you know, the soul—it's all about what do I desire? What do I want? Our joy is about our preferences. Again, this spirit, this spirituality um, bandwagon that people are on is like, well you know, what you want, that's really not even, that's beside the point. Actually, it is the point. It is the point. And I'm talking about, you know, in the moment, what do you want, you know, this kind of, you know, chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream? What, you know, what is your joy? What is your preference? What's your desire? And think about that. You get what you get and don't throw a fit. We're teaching, we're training. That's the conditioning. And and we're literally teaching kids, training kids to not want what they want and to not feel any kind of way about about it so they don't get to throw a fit. So I'm saying you get to want what you want. You may not always get what you want, but you get to certainly want what you want. And you get to not want what you don't want. This is all part of the two. And if someone thinks that they get to tell you what you want, or don't want, that's simply not true. And when we're we're in relationship with ourself, that is our harmony expressing. Then we become the harmony expressing as us. Harmony, love, peace, balance, wholeness. Today's the 31st of January. Tomorrow is February 1st. We go into the two month, the second month of the year. So all through February gives us, I don't know how many days this, this year, but a lot of days where two is a dominant energy because it is the month energy. So many opportunities to be awake to the self within our relationships. And I'm not saying all those relationships will go away. People get to decide. Actually, when we show up awake to the self, they get to, the people we're in relationship with then get to meet us. <laughs> not only are we meeting ourselves, then they're meeting us. And yes, there's an adjustment period. I mean, my husband and I had a long while, many years of, you know, I feel like my husband was always individuated, as our therapist would say. He just kind of came to the planet like that. So then I acquiesced to him. I molded to him. I was like, what do you want? And it took, it was, there were some hard, difficult years of me coming into my own self, coming into relationship with myself. But once I did that, he got to decide, you know, do, is this Ellen, the Ellen that I want to be in relationship with? And he said to me the other day, completely, just organically, I just love the person you've become. And this wasn't, it was so amazing. And I've become myself. It's like what Jane Fonda said, the quote, she was able to become who she already was. This is me being who I was all the time. And believe me, I've had a lot of people go out of my life who wanted to be connected to the other Ellen, the one who was repressing herself. And so that, but that just became too painful. It's, what they talk about it just becomes too painful to be just all you know not being who you are and this doesn't have to be some oh i came out of the closet or whatever those those are big huge obvious things but everything is huge whenever we moment to moment wake up in our life to our own self and what is really true for us that's humongous and what happens then is the harmony that was always who we are, it, we, we start to experience it in our body because it was always there. It was this dormant. It was hidden below, beneath all this conditioning and shame and blame and just this feeling that we had to be a doormat. That's the two energy that, you know, and that, you know, the two gives and gives and gives and gives and gives until it realizes that people, it's not being appreciated for its giving. And then it pulls back, it pulls back its giving. And that's not the two, that's not the two in its wholeness either. So literally over giving and under giving, we got to, we got to experience those. Those are the extremes of the two energy. That's part of that portal I talked about. It's a badass to experience the extremes. And then you realize, oh my God, oh my God, nobody out there has the love I'm looking for. I am my own truth and love. It's And again, like I said yesterday, this is not a cliche. This is not a platitude. This is not some fucking bumper sticker. This is about opening to what is already in you. And letting it bloom, letting it be. I welcome your feedback, your questions, your comments. You can reach out to me at Ellen at EllenInspires.com. Ellen at EllenInspires.com. That's my email. You can check out all of my offerings on my website, EllenInspires.com. And I so look forward to catching up with you on the next episode of Eleven live.